Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello, thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Shears, pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program, this podcast, to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to give me a call at 888-226-7614. You can also find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com, kingdomplanadvisory.com. I want to talk to you today about a really uh, a, a topic that I <clears throat> love counseling people on, and that, that topic is starting your own business. I don't know how many times I've, I've been asked, you know, Jay, what's the best route if we want to do this or, or that? We, you know, we've got this idea. What do we do? I'd love it. You know, there's very few places in the world like the United States where you can take an idea and put it into motion like you can here. I think many people miss the opportunity because they think there's too many um, uh, moving parts and they just kind of, they, they just don't attack it like they could or should. So let's talk about it because it's, it, it's not as difficult as you think. You just have to do some, some, you know, A's, B's and C's and, and it'll come together people. I'm telling you, uh, I have started many, many businesses over the last uh, 15 or 20 years uh, individually myself. Uh, and, and I'll share with you, um, my, my, uh, experiences, uh, with not only myself, but as a financial planner, some of the, the do's and the don'ts. So if you've ever started or wanted to start a business, uh, you've got this idea, this is a really good podcast for you to, to pay attention to. So I'm going to talk about two different, uh, subject matters today in regards to starting your own business. The first thing I'm going to talk about is a sole proprietorship, okay, a sole proprietorship. The second thing I'm going to talk about is a LLC, a limited liability company, okay? So let's let's start at the beginning. So you've got this idea that you, you want to start a business. Now let's talk about small business. I don't want to talk about, if we're talking about a large uh, uh, entity, something where you're going to have, you know, 25 plus employees, you know, that's a different subject. Right now we're talking about you, maybe a family member, maybe one or two employees, okay? Many times it's just you uh, that's, that wants to start this business and, and then evolve to where you have um, maybe one, two, three, four, five employees. But a sole proprietorship is simply this. <clears throat> it's, you can wake up tomorrow morning and say, I own a business, Okay, I own a business. You don't have to file for a new tax ID and a, a sole proprietorship. You can use your own social security number. But there are some some positives and some negatives. One is this: just it's very simple. Okay, you can create a name, but you you really need to do a name search so you don't get into any copyright or trademark issues. And you could do that online. Um, but let's say it's, uh, you know, you, you, you're starting a landscaping business. You could use your name. 
you know, uh, John Doe landscaping. Um, but do a name search. Uh, That's it, it, very important. And in that case, you basically started a business. Now, I'm going to say it with this, and I'm going to say it with with the when when I'm discussing the LLC. Divide that business entity from your personal life. Okay. So what I mean by that is this: <clears throat> have your own business checking account. Now, if you own a sole proprietorship, it's probably going to be a DBA, which is a doing business as. So it would be John Doe, okay, on your checking account, doing business as John Doe Landscaping, for example. Um, but separate it. Don't mix the funds. Now, you could pay yourself out of that, but I'm saying don't mix the funds. <clears throat> it, it's, there's several reasons for that. The first is when we talk about the LLC, you've got to be able to identify that there is actually separate uh, uh, money coming in. Number two... For tax purposes. Now, that's a whole nother animal. And, and let's go ahead, since I brought it up, let's go ahead and talk about it. Keep every expenditure that you have. Every expenditure. Okay? So, if you have to pay to do a name search, if you have to pay for any of your marketing business cards, uh, any materials, get everything, your mileage on your vehicle, while you're conducting the business, to and from your location, everything. That's where most people fall short. I'm telling you, I have, have, you know, some people say, I didn't know I could write off my mileage. Yeah, you can. Well, I use a, a home office. Well, then you take the square footage of your home office, you you itemize that, uh, and then you take a percentage of your utilities and your mortgage payment and your property taxes, and you, you get to deduct that. that those are CPA issues. Okay, but a CPA can't do his or her job if you don't keep your records. Okay, so set you up another file. All right, number one, start another, start a checking account. Have your own debit card, uh, Visa, Mastercard, whatever it is for that business. Okay, get your file set up for all of your expenditures. Keep good records, people. I'm telling you, uh, it, it's highly important, and it will save you money. Okay. You're, you're spending money on this business. You need to be able to deduct that. Um, very, very important. So that's, it's basically a sole proprietorship. Very little involved other than separation. Okay. Make sure you keep records. You know, set up a, a separate checking account. Do a name search. All right. Insurance on the business. I think it's a good idea. Depending on what the, the business is, you talk to your, your property and casualty person, uh, an umbrella policy in case that you damage somebody else's property um, or during the course of, of your works, something happens, someone is injured, that type of thing. People, I, that's another issue that, that people don't think about, especially if you're doing uh, any of the work at your house. Let's say you're, you're building something at your home and people are coming to buy it. Uh, and there's a slip and fall in your garage, okay? Or someone, you know, bangs their head on uh, a corner of something, and next thing you know, you're getting sued. And people, it happens. You know what? Make sure that you have a your homeowners. Well, the, the, let me let me stop there again. So, talk to your homeowners if you're doing business in your home on your property. Talk to your homeowners uh, uh, 
company, the the, the insurance company that you use for your homeowners, because they may be able to add something on there for your business. They may not want your business anymore, depending on what type of business it is. For example, a lot of people do, you know, maybe mechanics works or maybe car detailing, um, j- just different things where people are coming to their, their property, okay, maybe at their home or in a garage attached to their home. You've got to make sure you're covered from a financial standpoint. Now, I said that a sole proprietorship is easy. A lot of people will want to go that route, and I don't recommend that you do. Okay, even though it's easy, there is a much better option, in my opinion, than a sole proprietorship. That is utilizing a limited liability company. Okay, takes a little extra work, takes a little extra money, but you could do it yourself. Okay, you can get online and set up an LLC. So let me let me explain. I'm going to take me a sip of coffee. Here we go. So a limited liability company is, is as it states in the acronym, limited liability company. It protects you and your personal assets. <clears throat> so I just mentioned, well, what if someone falls, someone breaks a leg, someone gets cut, someone gets seriously injured at your business, or your business is responsible for the injury or property damage of some something or somebody else. A limited liability company for the most part, will protect your personal property from legal actions. Now, they can they can sue, a person can sue, and may be attached to your business assets, okay? But let's say you have, you know, a, a, an old 401k or an IRA or you, you have uh, your home, your, your automobiles. It would protect those. That is the purpose. It would protect those. It would be, it would limit the liability of what you would uh, surrender or maybe uh, have to pay in damages based on um, uh, what you own. That's why, and I mentioned earlier, it is very, very important to keep separate business checking accounts. If everything that comes in, you put into your personal checking account, as soon as it comes in, guess what? It's that, that, that checking account is no longer no longer limited from liability. Okay? Keep separate checking accounts. Now, how do you set up a limited liability company? And I own four. I have four LLCs um, for different things. I own a fishing lure company, a, a small one. Uh, I've got a ministry, a for-profit ministry, so that I don't have to deal with the politics um, and the IRS on, on uh, the not-for-profits. Um, obviously my financial planning business, I also have a separate insurance agency that, that has its own LLC. My wife has a, an LLC. So I guess we have five. Um, and they, and I set them all up myself. Um, and I'm not, I'm, well, I'll tell you who I used. I use LegalZoom. I'm not, uh, advocating they, there are, are options out there, but you could go online and it's a very simple process. Now, a limited liability company, I, I urge you to go ahead and get or file for an, uh, a tax ID number, separate tax ID number for the business. At the same time, uh, the online entity will go ahead and do a name search, okay? They will do a name search, and uh, <clears throat> the you're going to have a, a requirement for a, a basically what 
in, in my terms, is a point of contact. In legal terms, it's called a registered agent. People, make yourself the registered agent. It will save you money. Okay, a registered agent is basically the one that gets all the information that you have to refile annually, okay, or every two years, depending on what state you're in, to keep your business entity in force. And depending on what state you're in, it may cost you 50 bucks or 30 bucks or 50 bucks. It's just basically saying, yeah, we're still in business. And you can do it online. Um, it, it's, it's actually pretty simple. Uh, but, you know, you put your contact information as a registered agent, your email, your telephone number, whatever. But it's very simple to set up an LLC. All right. Now, it's much more professional. You could all all payments need to go into the LLC. Now, you pay yourself out of that. It's, it's just passed through income. You're not filing a separate tax return for the LLC. All right. It's passed through income. So let's say you made uh, $50,000. Um, you're, you're filing a tax return on $50,000 personally. Okay. Very few, and I've never seen it, that you're filing a separate tax returns only for the LLC. It's, it's, it, it's attached to your personal tax return. Okay. It's under its own tax ID, but it's passed through income. You know, if we're talking about C-Corps and S-Corps, that's a different thing, and I'm, we're not discussing that today. So what are, what are the other advantages of an LLC? Much more professional, okay? It prevents the, the personal liability. Um, it's, it protects a lot of things. I mean, it, it, you're, you own a business, okay? You own a, a company, with its own tax ID number, and and at that point, things are clean and fresh, all right? But you've got to keep things separate. You have to keep them separate, okay? Don't don't blend them. Separate checking accounts, okay? That, that's the big one. Telephone numbers really doesn't make a difference. You know, it, it, people say, well, I've got to have a different t- telephone number. Uh, it, you're probably just going to cause more problems. However you want to set the business up, it's really kind of up to you. But the biggest thing, tax ID, separate checking accounts. Go to the bank, take your tax ID number, your articles of incorporation, which you'll get whenever you file for the LLC. When you do it online, you'll get it within 7 to 10 days. It's quick. Take it to the bank. The bank uh, uh, person is going to set you up, make your deposit, and, and go from there. Now, I cannot stress enough to make sure that you have that folder set aside, okay? Some people keep a journal. I, myself, I just keep a folder um, that says, uh, um, you know, expenses. Uh, and I have another folder for and because I use a lot of postage. Um, you know, 2021 postage, 2021 uh, expenses. And keep track of everything. One of my biggest expenditures is my mileage on my vehicle because I drive a lot during the course of my business. A lot. And you get a big deduction for that. I think it's, don't quote me on this, but I think it's 57 cents a mile. Um, and, and, and that's earned because that's depreciating your vehicle uh, quickly. Should you have a, here's a common question. Should the the business entity or your LLC own the vehicle? That's up to you. You don't have to. You don't have to. Um, but you can. Okay. <clears throat> now, what about employees? They're, let's talk about that, and then I'll close this subject today. If you have employees, what type of employees are you going to have? 
Uh, a lot of LLCs just have contractors, okay, that they give a 1099 at the end of the year. It's very simple to do. Uh, but if you have full-time employees with benefits, I'm going to give you the best advice I've ever given anyone in my life here. Use a tax person. Use a bookkeeper. It's, it, it is labor-intensive to, to deal with workman's comp, to deal with uh, the, the tax withholdings. People, you could do it yourself. I personally don't have time for it. Utilize a bookkeeper. It would be money well spent. Um, but other people that I, that have been under my employment um, as either salespeople or whatever, 1099. Uh, the, at the end of the year, I give them a 1099 miscellaneous. I tell them, hey, there's no tax withholdings here. You're, you're getting paid 100% of what you earn. I'm not withholding anything. Make sure you hold out enough to cover your, your state and your federal because you're going to get a 1099. Um, that's pretty simple. Once again, those are kind of tax issues. Uh, talk to your CPA, talk to your accountant, do a little Google search. Uh, you, I'll be happy to talk to you about my own experiences. But I've, I, under, the, under my businesses, uh, the five that we own right now, I've, I, we don't do any W-2 employees. It's all 10, 1099 uh, miscellaneous contractor. So <clears throat> well, let's just re- cover really quick what we just discussed today. Two ways to start your own business. Sole proprietorship, limited liability company. Yes, you can do an S-Corp. Yes, you can do a C-Corp. I'll talk about that on another podcast because it's much more detailed. The taxation is completely different. So you've got an idea. You want to take it to market. Maybe, you, maybe you've created something. Okay? I, you know, if you're on Facebook, you see people creating things all the time. And every once in a while, you see something pretty cool. Um, and you're like, but, you know, you need to sell that. You know, you need to you need to make more of them and sell it. Uh, but that that's kind of how these ideas come to pass. Or maybe you just get tired of working for somebody else. You say, you know, I'm going to start my own business. I'm just going to work for myself. I'm gonna, well, I can tell you right now, when you work for yourself, you're going to work more hours. I guarantee it. <laughs> you know, I'm clocking in 60, 70 hours a week. But anyways, <clears throat> sole proprietorship, very simple to do. Basically, the biggest difference is you're still personally liable for anything that's going on, and you're not running under a, a separate tax, tax ID number. An LLC, which in my opinion is a much better option, <clears throat> you're protecting your personal assets if you, if you separate those from your business. Okay, And that's basically making sure that you have a separate checking account. You have your own tax ID number for the business. Um, it's clean cut. You can do a lot of things with it. Those are your two best options for starting your own business, in my opinion. Okay, am I, An attorney uh, may tell you something different. A CPA may tell you something different. This financial planner is telling you if you want to start your own business, I'm probably going to use an LLC. All right? And an LLC can be a very big business. I mean, it can have hundreds of employees. But that is, in my opinion, is the best shot, the best option to go. So, listen... <clears throat> Don't let starting your own business, maybe you work for somebody else and you want to start a side gig, right? I want to do this on the side. Start an LLC. It's so simple, it would amaze you. You could spend 15 minutes online today and start your own LLC. It's that simple. All right? So big ideas um, can, can, can lead to some happiness. Um, you know, God has given us the talents to do things. Put those talents to use. If there's anything I can do to help you in this process or this decision-making, I'd be happy to do it. 
Give me a call at 888-226-7614. 888-226-7614. You can also find our information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. Listen, if, if you're in the, in the frame of mind to, to do your own thing, God bless you and good luck. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit kingdomplanadvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.